I'm Anne. And I'm Lita. And this is Vodka Lemonade Stand. Cheers. Cheers. So today we've got mimosas. We've got mimosas because it's New Year's Day. Yay! Um, and I didn't spill anything while setting this up, which That's is impressive. True. What? No, oh, this setting up. up. <laughs> which is impressive because I spilled like 75 things beforehand. Yeah. But that's okay. We're here now mm-hmm. with mimosas. We just watched The Fast and the Furious. Yeah, the first in the franchise. The came out in 2001. 2001. Starring uh, Paul Walker, R.I.P. Vin Diesel. And Michelle Rodriguez. Uh-huh. Yeah. Great times. I Loved know. it. Did you? Yeah, Anne's never seen any of them before, so I'm curious to hear your like first reaction yeah my overall feeling and i got this midway through i was like oh this is why i'm into it is it's point break but instead of surfers it's racers and paul walker is the keanu reeves character who's Mm -hmm. the undercover cop who's trying to figure out who's responsible for all these robberies okay and he you know, gets in with this, like, mysterious, like, moody girl who's adjacent to this, like, gang of, um, you know, folks, and um, this is where they diverge, because it's not, you know, it's not a surf movie, it's it's a race movie, and this even to the point old. where Paul Walker lets Vin Diesel go at the end, that's something Keanu Reeves does, too, so I think, yeah, they, there's a synergy there. And I I like it a lot. I like I think we need more Point Break style movies in the world. Why have you seen Point Break and not Fast and Furious? Um, because Point Break is amazing. Uh, female directed, Catherine Bigelow, and has Keanu Reeves. It was released before we were born. Yeah, it's classic. Nineteen ninety one. That's so interesting. Oh, and it's filmed on the Oregon coast. Was it? At least the end part was. Oh, that's cool. I have never heard of this movie. You're missing out. Uh, the charismatic leader of a gang of surfers. I'm not wrong about who directed that, right? Is Catherine no, it's Bigelow. Catherine Bigelow. You're oh, right. tight. Um, also, just I think Paul Walker's voice in this movie sounds like Keanu Reeves. Really? Yeah, or at least when Keanu Reeves is being like California cop, like he is in Point Break oh. and Speed. Okay. The AV Club referred to the film as a cult favorite in 2015. Yeah. Just like Fast and the Furious. But did not make as much money. Which is fair because, like, I don't think anything has made as much money as Fast and Furious. I think no. it's, like, the how come you gotta make highest grossing franchise of all time. I'm pretty sure. Five billion dollars seems really hard to beat. You sure it's not Star Wars? Just because there's more movies? Mm. Are there more movies, though? Like, barely. Well, if you do Fast extended and universe ones. Mm, that's true. Because there's eight episodes and there's like three side ones. Mm, highest grossing franchises. We're going to find out. Marvel is oh, the duh. highest grossing. Well, that's not necessarily true because there are some movies that unexpectedly do really well in Asia. And Fast and Furious is one of those. Mm-hmm. Where like, and same with, um, fuck it, what are those movies with the... Um. Oh my god! <laughs> Transformers. <laughs> Lita was doing like a puppeteer motion, and I had no idea. Transformers. They do really well in Asia. Yeah, there's just a new Transformers out, but I didn't bother to see it. I probably won't. Um. 
But it does yeah. have Haley Steinfeld, so maybe I will see it. Oh, really? Yeah, I think so. Weird. That's what people do just for the money. Yeah. Which is fine. Like, I'm not, I'm not judging. But, like, no one's in Transformers because they're like, ah, yes. Artistic cinema, you know? Like... <laughs> Um, so not highest grossing, but there's like some statistic about Fast and Furious, um, that's noteworthy. Uh, well, it might be just the, in terms of like the difference between the budget that goes into it and what you get out of it. Cause I feel like even with all the stunts and vehicles, it doesn't have as much CGI as other huge franchises do. And so you're cutting costs that way. So maybe it's terms of profits instead of gross? Maybe. What is gross anyway? Is that money made or is that money like... Gross is money made. Oh, then I have no idea what I'm talking about. Um, net is the profit. Um, I don't know, man. There's something, there's, there's something interesting about Fast and Furious. I don't even know how to Google that. Fast and Furious... Numbers are boring. Let's move on. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, okay. So, The Fast and the Furious. And it's very important that you say The Fast and the Furious because Which the I fourth, learned today. The fourth Fast and Furious movie is called Fast and Furious. Um, so, it's really easy to accidentally watch the wrong one if you're not being careful. Oh, yeah. We had a stroke of good luck because we weren't sure how we were going to find these movies and I was prepared to rent them. But they're on Netflix. They're on Netflix. As of today. And I don't know how long they've been on Netflix or for how long they will be. But um, was it all eight of them or just mm, the first seven? Hopefully it's all of them. They definitely had the they had the Fast and the Furious. I think they had Fast and Furious. And they might have also had two Fast and well, Furious. There's several of them on Netflix now. I'm really excited to watch as many as I can for free. I'm prepared to pay a small amount to watch at least some of them just to complete the collection. Uh, but it was a pretty great feeling to be like, okay, let's settle in. Um, yeah, I don't know. I feel like I have a, a bit of a, a Vin Diesel voice these days. I'm <clears throat> perhaps a full octave lower than normal. A decent amount. You're, you're a decent amount lower. lower than normal. Um, but to set the scene, in case you have not seen the 2001 film, The Fast and the Furious, the film centers on a young Paul Walker, whose name is Brian something. I don't remember his last name. <laughs> Brian S., from Arizona. Uh, oh. Um, and he is an undercover cop. Mm-hmm. And he ingratiates himself in this, like, street racing crew led by Vin Diesel. Falls in love with Vin Diesel's sister, Mia. Very, what, late 90s name, you said? It's a very 90s name. Like, technically, you would have been named in the 80s to yeah. be Mia yeah. in 2001. But, like... Mia, you know, Princess Diaries, like, it just, yeah, it, it gives off out a, there. a certain, like, cultural vibe. A certain era. Anyway. Um, he ingratiates himself. They don't know he's an undercover cop, obviously. That's kind of the point. Yeah, that, um, that's how you get to be undercover. <laughs> it's a definition thereof. <laughs> Although, like, it always goes to shit. Like, when Vin Diesel finds out that he's an undercover cop, like, when he gets it confirmed... It's so dramatic. Should, should I jump veins, ahead or do you want to finish your... I think I, I think finish okay. um, quickly. But honestly, there's not a lot of actual plot in this movie. If you've seen Point Break, you've seen this movie. Well, 
And it's like, it's really hard. I was telling Anne, because I couldn't remember what kind of situation Paul Walker was in in this movie, because over the course of the series, he's a cop, and then he's not a cop, and then he's a cop again, and then he's not a cop. (laughs) And so, I don't know, these movies, like, the plot isn't really the point, no, this the racing you know, is the point. The, the acceleration is the point. down the family the is the point, Anne. Yeah, well, it's of all course. about family. The family. The family. Um, there's some gross scenes. Oh, there's lots of blood. There's some oil related torture. It's pretty gross. Yeah, that was really gross. Um, but he's ingratiating himself. They go after this other guy. Um, but it turns out to be a dead end, and so. The, like, guy who's in charge of Paul Walker is really cranky, even though Paul Walker was like, don't go after this guy. There's not enough there. Yeah. Um, and then Vin Diesel and his crew try to pull off another heist. Dun, dun, dun. And Paul Walker goes to me, and he's like, don't do it. I'm a cop. Don't do it. Like. In broad daylight, they pull off this heist. In broad daylight. And once there have been enough robberies that the truck drivers are arming themselves, so this guy has a shotgun. Yeah. Uh, and it doesn't go well and someone dies no he gets helicoptered yeah i guess we don't know we don't know about his but that's the guy that was always wearing a mesh shirt and like being a bully to paul walker and i was like dude what's your problem it's because he loved mia it's he's gross walker was cuter than him and he thought he knew how he knew that he wasn't that cute uh yeah but it's also like if you know you're not that cute why are you wearing mesh (laughs) seriously oh it's no it was a bad move it was so ice cold when Mia was like, oh, what's that place you always want to take me to, that Cuban place? And he's like, cha-cha-cha. And then she turns around and Paul Walker is like, you should take me there. I was like, girl, amazing. She doesn't fuck around. But yeah, I mean, other things happen in the movie, but that's basically, like, in two hours, that's, like, basically it. Paul Walker, yeah. undercover cop. There's multiple fast-moving truck heists. There's multiple very fast, like, drag races. Yes, that's um, true. Some, some motorcycle race, race. Well, not racing, but there's a lot of motorcycles zooming around. That's true. Two people, well. Gunfights. At least one person dies. Yeah. Very, it's just a heart-pounding film. Yeah. And they, like, never expected it to be as successful as it was. I see that. Like, it's highly improbable that this franchise is still going on like as successful as it is i know but you know what just the pure charisma of vin diesel and the blue blue eyes of paul walker that'll take you pretty far but then they have to not have paul walker anymore yeah so but we got the rock but they bring the rock in i think in the fifth movie i think in fast five which is probably why it's my favorite Let's be honest. I told Anne we have to, like, rate the sexiness of the characters, but not until The Rock shows up, because... Yeah. Mesh shirt guys on the bottom, 25 percentile. he just doesn't... <laughs> he's, like, a non-contender Yeah, he's... What was his name? Like, I don't remember what his name was. I don't remember what his name was at all. And we don't need to look it up, because I don't care. No. Um, okay. <laughs> yeah, I wrote fuckability scale. We'll get there. Oh, okay. Who would we be in this universe? Out of the characters so far, I don't know. Because I don't feel like I have enough star power to be in a, a racer crew. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'd probably be like Paul Walker's like boss at the <laughs> auto supply store being like, I've seen you. You've got a heavy foot 
I don't <laughs> trust you with this nitrous oxide. Because I like to follow rules and I worry about people. Yeah, that's fair. I'm just, I'm just a small that? business owner <laughs> trying to make my way in this <laughs> you world. Know, I see that. I, I definitely see that. I don't know. Who, who do you think you would be? I don't know. I gotta pick my own. I have no idea. Because I could definitely see myself turning to a life of crime under very specific circumstances, but I wouldn't be a Vin Diesel. No. Like, I'm just too rational. And I'm also not as irresponsible as Paul Walker, who just, like, I don't even think he knows what he's doing at any given point in time. He's just kind of, like, doing he's things. He's flying by the seat of his pants the whole I'm time. I'm not a, I don't fly like that. I just mm-hmm. don't. Mm, but also I don't want to be like someone's basically just someone's love interest. Yeah. Would you be the trucker with the, <laughs> with the shotgun? <laughs> that was actually a really good part. Cause he didn't say anything. And I no. don't even think we saw his full face. Cause he's got these huge sunglasses on. He just like silently like drives a hundred miles an hour and shoots up his truck trying to, you know, get the robbers off. Yeah. Maybe I don't have a fast and furious character yet. Because everyone, I'm like, Letty, like, she's just too into Vin Diesel. And I find Vin Diesel repulsive. So, like, that's not going to yeah, be a thing. Yeah, you don't wear enough see-through shirts. I don't wear any and see-through not even, shirts. And not even mesh. Just, like, thin enough to see-through. Well, they did a lot of, like, silk camisoles in the late 90s, early 2000s. Like, that was very yeah. much a thing. And, like, that showed your belly. And then you were wearing really low-rise jeans. And so there was, like, a lot of skin exposed in like probably the least flattering area of your body you know yeah i feel insecure just thinking about it no no it was a tough time to be like 10 to 13 years old Mm -hmm. because you don't really want to be showing that much i didn't really didn't i was like "Mm -mm, no uh, eh, also low-rise jeans were just uncomfortable like you were always trying to pull them up here i am sitting down six hours a day in school Mm -hmm. you know yeah Butt crack on display. And that's when I still wore thongs because I thought visible panty line was embarrassing. I mean, everything's embarrassing. I know. No, that's... That's just like, what, what What? brand of embarrassing do you like? You know, it's like Coke Diet Coke, Coke Zero. You want, you want embarrassing no sugar? You want caffeine-free embarrassing? Diet embarrassing with a twist of lime? You can't escape the embarrassing. There's only one brand. You can't. No, it's so true. Um, okay, let's see. There's a couple, I think, very infamous quotes. One of them being, Dom is like gravity. Everything gets pulled to him. <laughs> sure. Even you. Sure. Which comes from Mia to Paul Walker. And then she also says to him, he owns you now, being Dom owns Paul Walker. Yeah. And during the movie, I was like, I wonder what the most popular ship is. And then, uh, yeah, I was like, I was like, I feel like I can guess. I feel and like I know. And it's Brian and Dom, which makes sense. It's like, I don't know. I'm curious to read it. I'm not, like, compelled to read it, you yeah. know? But I am curious. I'm curious, too. I feel like Vin Diesel as Dom gave the best performance. Like, I really, I really believed him mm-hmm. when he was talking about watching his dad die in that horrible car accident. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I heard his grave. Well, that's because Vin Diesel is a good actor as long as he's playing the same character. But they told me I was the one who was screaming. Because then he's also in those, like, the Triple X movies. What are yeah. those? I don't know. Are they just called Triple X? Yeah. Chronicles of Riddick? 
Something like I that. I don't know. But he, he always plays the, like, kind of on the wrong Gro- side of the tracks. Anti-hero. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Like, no one's going to cast Vin Diesel as, you know, the romantic lead in a comedy or drama. Like. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so after the truck heist goes horribly wrong uh-huh. and they have to, like, rescue their dying buddy who's been shot in the leg and like his arms all twisted because he got caught like on his own rope or something yeah um paul walker does the heroic thing calls for help yeah. as you know officer whatever bobby is. bobby what's his face i don't know <laughs> brian brian um the look I, I said before the look on vin diesel's face he was just like Spooky. so hurt and upset and confused but he doesn't have time to process the feelings because his buddy's dying and he needs to, like, you know, put a tourniquet on. But I was like, mm-hmm. wow, the emotion. So props to Vin Diesel. Very excellent in this role. I it, thought he was great. It's very well suited to him. I think part of my problem with Vin Diesel is that he had, like, a really big falling out with The Rock, I think, circa the eighth mm. Fast and Furious movie. And... I think I've talked about this before, but, like, a long time ago, The Rock referred to him, but not him specifically, like, him and extension, other male members of the cast, as candy asses. Oh. I mean... I don't don't even really know what that means. But, um... Vin Diesel, similar to his character in this franchise, has a bit of an ego. Sure. And, like, thinks he could take The Rock in a fight. The Rock fought professionally, like, theatrically, because that's what wrestling is. But still, like, he's got moves. And he's enormous. Yeah, he's a very large man. He's huge. I mean, Vin Diesel, like, he's bulky, but he's pretty compact. The Rock is enormous. And The Rock is, like, 6'3". Yeah. He's a scorpion king. I'm just like, please, please stop, Vin Diesel. Your insecurity, I can, like, feel it from here. Anyway. Brian O'Connor. That's his name. Yeah. I'm excited to see where it goes from here. Um, you know, maybe I'll peruse some some fanfic. Uh, but, yeah, this is my very first time watching The Fast and the Furious. I have not seen any of the movies, so excited. Excited about it moving forward. We'll check back in. Yeah, we have... Several more movies to go. I've seen all of them. I said the only one I wouldn't watch with Anne is Tokyo Drift because it's terrible. Mm-hmm. But that still leaves us many movies, all with vaguely similar names. Yeah. Which you think would have been a marketing thing that they would have thought about, but like apparently not. I think at this point that is the marketing thing like ambiguous fast and furious movie the fate of the furious furious seven fast yeah, five you just gotta have one of those words in there i don't even remember what the sixth one is called i just who could it doesn't that? even matter you could just say the sixth one like, yeah, yeah. And there's a lot of controversy once we see all of them we'll rank them and we'll rank them individually and then we'll also compare how our ranking rankings mm-hmm. go versus like other you know media people amazing because there's, you know, a lot of diversity of opinion about these movies. So something we talked about here, this movie released 2001. It's got some 
questionable fashion. Mm-hmm. Uh, lots of low-rise jeans, some studded belts, Ooh, yeah. uh, mesh weird. tanks, mesh over tanks. camo tanks. Yeah, it was weird. Um, outfit. You know, some classic Converse, mm-hmm. but, you know, very just bland mm-hmm. looks uh, served to us by Paul Walker. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, see-through shirts. The kind of thing that were just like, if you don't have a six-pack, you're, you're going to feel bad about yourself. And that sucks. Because that's, that's hard. That's something you got to dedicate a lot of time to. And we're busy. So um, a lot of trends that were rated that just died. Uh, I heard a rumor that low-rise jeans are coming back. <gasps> I reject it. Um, Where did you hear this rumor? It's been spouted on various pockets of the internet, but... I think no. collectively we can all agree that's a no. It's a strong no. It's a strong no. I would rather never wear pants again and only wear dresses than wear a low-rise jean. I would just wear leggings. I would just say, fuck it. I'm not wearing real pants yeah. anymore. Yeah. I barely wear real pants as it is. What if you had to wear low-rise leggings? <sighs> I mean, I'm a strong mid-rise girl. Like, I'm not. I have a pretty short torso, so high-rise things literally come to my ribs. Like... Mm-hmm too high but i refuse to go below a mid-rise yeah unnegotiable yeah non-negotiable no Mm-mm. okay so if laura's jeans are a trend you do not want to come back what are some trends you would want to come yes back? here we're at it 2019 mm-hmm. fashion is cyclical Eventually, some things are going to come back. Mm -hmm. Some stuff we don't want back. But there are some trends that I would welcome back. I'm ready. Uh, My first idea is those hair wraps where you braid a couple strands of your hair and then you tie in some embroidery floss and you just wrap it, wrap it around. Maybe you tie in some charms. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then you just have a cute little hair tie thing for however long it lasts and it gets pretty nasty probably. But I think (laughs) those are great. It's a great way to express your creativity. You could uh-huh. swap out the colors whenever you want. You know I'm a fan of color. Look at my nails. Yeah, that's true. I want hair wraps to come back. Okay. Badly. How do you wash your hair with hair wraps? You just wash it regular, okay. I think. Well, that's what I did. I never had hair wraps. But, you know, you could maybe just, like, hold it. Yeah. And then wash the rest of your hair. Uh-huh. And just so you don't shampoo your hair wrap. Hair wrap but Interesting. Uh, probably wouldn't condition a hair wrap, and the floss is just going to slide right off yeah interesting okay hair wraps what else i don't know your turn mm, okay so a lot of things have already come back like jelly sandals chokers like mm. a lot of oh, things I, I like when chokers came back i feel like they're gone again but I, I liked it when it they again. were here i yeah, liked it a lot enough. when they were here because um, i didn't get a chance the first time around oh i did the first time not the second time uh. but so a lot of things have already come back from the 90s what do I want to come back? Nineties and early two thousands. Yeah, I mean, they're the same. They blend thing. together. Like, yeah. honestly, the nineties as a decade are less um, cohesive than like nineteen ninety five to two thousand and five. I think. Anyway, that's just my own personal opinion. Trends from the nineties. Well, my grandma gave my mom a poncho. I hadn't seen a poncho oh. in a minute. And you they're comfy, too. It was it was a cashmere poncho. Like It ah. was, like, really, really nice. Oh, amazing. Yeah. You wouldn't have to wear a bra with that if you didn't want to. It was definitely meant to be worn over something. Well, yeah. But under that. Oh. Well, yeah. 
I think you could get away with that. I'm, me and my mom are both, like, highly allergic to wool, so, like, there's always gonna mm-hmm. be lots of stuff under, under the wool. But I feel, there, I could get, I could have fun with a platform sneaker. Platforms, I don't know how I feel about a platform sneaker. Not for everyday wear. Yeah. But for dancing. Because mm, okay. you know they're more comfortable than heels. Yes, correct. Well, would that apply to, like, all platforms? Like well, a platform sandal? I can't do a platform flip-flop because they seem like they're too heavy. Sure. But if it was, like, a platform jelly sandal? It wouldn't be as comfortable, but it'd be a, a striking fashion choice. And I'm sure I would get compliments on it. Moving on. Two media we're excited for in 2019 oh yeah throw it at me okay starting with captain marvel coming out in march of mm-hmm. 2019 i actually will probably buy us tickets soon sure because it's coming up relatively i'll send soon. you my availability i feel like it's like march 8th oh that's the same day mm-hmm. as uh the new horror movie from the director of get out Oh, why am I blanking on his Jordan name? Peele? Yeah, I'm such a fan, and I'm like, why can't I remember his name? It's so embarrassing. Um, my memory's not so good when I'm sick. That's okay. Um, but yeah, I think maybe the same day, even. Ooh. I saw the trailer. I was thoroughly spooked. Yeah. Uh-huh. I can't do it. Yeah. You just have to tell I agree. me how it is. I'll, I'll tell you how it is. <laughs> I'm going to see it. I'm probably going to see it alone. I like seeing horror movies alone. <laughs> um, after Captain Marvel comes Spider-Man Far From Home. Oh, I can't wait. Oh, I'm so excited. I love Spider-Man so much. I saw Spider-Man uh, Into the Spider-Verse just the other day, actually. How was it? I loved it. It was amazing. It got like 97% on Rotten yeah. Tomatoes. Yeah. Well, it's in the, like, the Sony Spider-Man, so mm-hmm. it's not connected to the um, Marvel it's Cinematic It's the Miles Universe. Morales. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's Miles Morales, and there's just like, you know, some interdimensional bullshit happens, mm-hmm. so you get a bunch of spider people all in the same, nice. like, conflict um it's really fun and it pokes fun at itself a little bit and just like the idea of like the way the comics work Mm. but also it's really really beautifully animated and stuff that i really haven't seen outside of like short animated films Mm. and i was like they made a feature length of this quality i'm so amazed um it was charming and really funny and i liked it a lot okay i'll have to see it somehow yeah sometime i i endorse it okay i mean yeah everything i saw about it was positive um and a lot of people were saying it was the best, like, superhero movie of 2018. I say I can't pick my favorite between Spider-Man Homecoming and this Spider-Man. They both made me really excited about Spider-Man. He's my favorite. Well, and they're too different. Yeah, know? they're different. Like, and Tom Holland, somehow, no one could have ever called this except, you know, the casting directors. But it's Knocked just, it out of the like, park. so improbable that this tiny little British child crushed it makes a really great spider-man yeah and yeah. his background is in like dance and gymnastics and stuff so they're like do a backflip but they're like being sarcastic and he just does a backflip amazing um okay yeah i feel like spider-man should be in high school if you're ever at a point where spider-man's not in high school anymore you gotta stop making spider-man because it's way more fun when he's in high school that's what i'm gonna say well yeah that's what they fu- well was andrew garfield was that still in high school no i think he was in college that's what i want to say too how weird. I feel like everyone has just, like, collectively decided to forget that that happened. <laughs> I never saw the second one. I don't even remember. And I now he's dating Rita Ora, supposedly. What? Andrew Garfield is dating Rita Ora? That's the rumor. 
I mean, I was going to say the only redeeming thing that happened because of those Spider-Man movies was Andrew Garfield and Emma Stone meeting, but like RIP that ship. But he also got really weird and bad for a while Emma Stone also is... She's all over the place because she's in the favorite and is really good, but she's also made some really bad movie choices where it's just like, what are you doing? Mm. Wasn't she in Aloha? She was in Aloha. Yeah, that was dumb. (laughs) Andrew Garfield looks chirpy on Morning Jog after Rita Ora leaves. I've listened to more Rita Ora lately. I think she's pretty great. I love Rita Ora. I love how she was announcing something. She was announcing Five Seconds of Summer at some (laughs) event, and Michael Clifford got so excited he fell off the stage. Oh, my God. It's, like, my favorite, because I like Rita Ora, and I hate Michael Clifford, so it's, like, ideal. Okay. What? She previously dated Rob Kardashian? I believe it. I didn't know about that one. I knew about Calvin That might have been why I heard about her first. Oh, really? Yeah. And it's not like I keep up with the Kardashians, but I do keep my ears open. Would you like to know how I know about Rita Ora? Yeah, please help me. One Direction fanfiction. Oh, well, duh. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I don't think I've ever talked about this on the pod tell me have more. i ever talked about my favorite one direction ship i feel like i haven't right well jog my memory because maybe you haven't okay so you know there are the popular ships there's the infamous larry stylinson harry styles uh-huh. and louis tomlinson also to this day because of one direction i can't read lewis as lewis anymore i read it as louis, louis. Uh. Whatever. Um, and then there was Ziam, Zane, and Liam. Uh-huh. And then... Were they the most... They were, like, the most popular, those two. And they're... I mean, they were broken down in every other way. Yeah. Just because that's what happens. But those were, like, the leading two. But, you know, lead is not that basic. <laughs> so my favorite... one. Actually, I have two favorite One Direction ships... That involved the same former BBC Radio 1 oh my God. host, Nicholas Scrimshaw. Oh my God. He hosted the um, BBC Radio 1 breakfast show for several years and was really good friends with Harry Styles. Is still really good friends with Harry Styles, but um, became friends with Harry Styles pretty early on. And he's out he's gay yeah so it turned into like shenanigans Mm -hmm. so one of them is harry styles and nick grimshaw the other one and this is like one of my favorite fan fictions in the entire world is a louis tomlinson and nick grimshaw it's almost like the Harry Draco thing because they were like enemies. They had like Twitter Whoa. spats. Whoa. And then a lot of people thought of it as a weird like jealousy thing over Harry. Oh my God. Um, but it turned into a Harry Draco thing where it's like these enemies and they, you know, like enemies yeah, to lovers, favorite. like that trope is that's like the my best trope. Favorite. That's why, that's what the Paul Walker Vin Diesel thing. I mean, it's like, like enemies to friends. It's like friends to enemies to, to, to enemies lovers. To lovers. <laughs> yeah. That's the best arc. Friends to enemies to lovers. Anyway, so, yeah, I'm not a basic One Direction fanfiction person. I look beyond just yeah the five members <laughs> turned four members. <laughs> anyway, One Direction. I genuinely don't know how I... Andrew Garfield, Rita Ora, yeah, Rita Ora, yeah. Nick Grimshaw. Okay, I'm there. We bounce around. We bounce around. <laughs> um, 
So we are done talking about Spider-Man. What else are we looking forward to in 2019? Yes. Uh, Men in Black. Oh, absolutely. Tessa Thompson. And Chris Hemsworth. <gasps> Together again? Together again. Dream team. They're both wearing suits. I'm overwhelmed. It's amazing. Like, they both look equally good in suits. Isn't Emma Thompson there too? Maybe. I don't know. Oh my god. He's <laughs> gonna lose her shit. It's too much. I think that comes back. It comes out in like June, maybe? What a delight. I'm so looking forward to that. Um, Men in Black International 2019. When do you come out, movie? June. Tight. 14th of June. Let's go for my birthday. That. It's going down. Oh yeah, but I was seeing whether Emma Thompson was in it. Yes. Tight. And Liam Neeson. Oh my god. And Kumail Nanjiani. Wow. What? <laughs> it's going to be great. What? I'm so hyped for that movie. And I haven't really heard of any of the other people. That's really interesting. I would not have put money on that combination of yeah. individuals. Yeah. Okay. We'll, we'll say goodbye <laughs> to Shadowhunters this year. <laughs> Breaks my heart. I don't want to. I'm going to cry. I'm not prepared. But it was always ever a blessing that we got to have any episodes of it anyway. That's how long it's Well, each each new season was a blessing it's in and of itself. Too good for this world. It was too good for this world. I mean, I am interested to see, like, which of them maintain careers, you know? Yeah. Because, like, Dominic Sherwood, I feel like, is going to be fine. Yeah, he's been in enough things. He could slingshot around. Uh, Harry Shum Jr. is going to be the most famous of everybody. Yes. Correct. Um... I don't know. It just depends on what their next step is. Mm-hmm. And like what opportunities present themselves. Yeah. You never know. I don't know. The last thing I'm like excited for is the Fast and Furious spinoff with Hobbs and Shaw. And has no idea who those people are because they have not shown up yet. But. What's this one called? Apparently. I mean, what I've seen is alternatively Fast and Furious spinoff and Hobbs and Shaw. I don't even know that it has, like, a name okay, yet. Okay, okay, Um, But apparently Vin Diesel lost his shit about this spinoff. In a good way or a Beca- bad way? Bad way. Because oh. he's, like, has an ego the size of the universe. Yeah. He's like, Fast and Furious? That's not about me? Oh. Yeah. So... He was, like, not about it. He, he thinks he's gravity. And that thing's just... Oh, my God. Eye like, roll. They fed into it this whole time, and It's their own goddamn fault. <laughs> they made a monster. Anyway. Um, so, Hobbs and Shaw. That is Jason Statham and The Rock. Hmm. Amazing. Which I just... I think it's going to be good times. Anyway. That's the last thing I'm excited for. The thing I haven't mentioned yet, because neither of us are excited about it, but we will probably end up seeing it, is Avengers Endgame. I want to see how they wrap it up. And, you know, if Spider-Man is in it, I'll go. That's fair. Well, because we already know, because it's been a whole thing. They haven't really started doing press for the new Spider-Man, but I think, like, some trailers are starting to come out. And so people are like, wait. He's not dead. And they're like, yeah, duh, he's not dead. <laughs> yeah, that's how this works. <laughs> um, People don't stay dead. Like, even, you know, in 
the Miles Morales universe, Peter Parker's and Stay Dead. And so most of the people are going to come back. I mean, Black Panther has to come back. Duh. Basically anyone who still has another movie to make is going to come back. Like, there's just no way around that. Mm-hmm. How quickly do you think they can release a Crazy Rich Asians 2? 2020. Oh, I have to wait. That's fine. That's my best guess. I've been reading the books and they're not as fun. I liked the first book. I kind of became disinterested. It's a lot of like old ladies gossiping about each other's kids. And so it reminds me of hanging out with my grandma, which I'm already going to do this weekend. So. That's fair. Yeah, they're, they're, it feels like the books have more like equal, um, yeah, they spend a lot of time with uh, Astrid. Yeah, they they show more characters more equally, whereas the movie is, like, really about Rachel. And they go through other plot lines, but, like, Rachel is the primary plot line. And I feel like the books dedicate more time to other characters and other subplots. The books are a little more rated R, if you're looking for that kind of content. Oh, I don't remember that. Yeah. Gets a bit steamy. Sexy times? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my best guess is 2020. Because if we haven't heard anything about it already, and it just came out in summer of 2018, so, and it's like very much a summer movie. Yeah. So, yeah, my guess is summer 2020. It'll be like one of the things that can push us through to the 2020 election. I just got so tired. I'm sorry. I know I shouldn't be talking about that on the first day of 2019. I'm so sorry. But Avengers Endgame... People are going to have to come back to life. They're going to have to justify it somehow. We'll see if it's a remotely good justification. We'll see who actually ends up dying. And yeah, how this all gets tied up because last we knew Thanos had like destroyed half the universe. So is Thanos like still the villain? Is there an, who's the next villain? Are they like... I guess it's Thanos, dude. Yeah. But like, isn't he just like done now? Is he just done now? Is he just going to like sort of fade into obscurity? I don't want to spend too much time thinking about it. That's fair. I mean, it's kind of like an exercise in futility. Yes. Yeah. Who the fuck knows? It's like thinking about which which Democrat has the mm-hmm. best chances in the primary. Well, I've already had that I'm conversation done. both internally and externally many, many, many times. But you're right. It is an exercise in futility because anyway, we're going to wrap up by... Recounting some of our favorite podcast moments because Yay. this is our one year anniversary. We did it. Vodka Lemonation is officially one year old. A whole year of podcasts. A whole year of podcasts. We're kind of like a less extreme version of the BBC, you know, a year of podcasts, like 15 or 16 episodes. You know, yeah, this, I'll is take the, it. this is the 18th one. Is it really? Yeah. So we did. Oh, yeah. Because the last one was the 17th. You're right. You're right. Yeah, it'll be good. But we're a year old. So we thought we would reminisce about some of our favorite moments and do a little back and forth. Favorite moments on the pod. Favorite moments on the pod. I'll start. Okay. I liked when I spilled on all my equipment (laughs) (laughs) that I'd spent a couple of years saving up to you know, get one piece at a time, just kind of building my, my repertoire of audio production tools. And it was just my life flash before my eyes. But because I am 
a like a warrior i had already had like a drill in my mind mm-hmm. of like okay if there's a spill he's the things we save first mm-hmm. and so i was able to be like you pick that i'm picking up this <laughs> save that next okay next person get the paper towels like i delegated i handled it very well in emergency mode and nothing got broken everything survived yeah because we had had a plan like from the very beginning i'm pretty yeah. sure you told me like if anything spills this is the yeah order. these are the things that are hardest <laughs> to replace Okay, so one And then your, we switched mm-hmm. to pine glasses for a little while. We could probably go back to that because... Well, because mimosas, you can't have mimosas in pine glasses. That's true. That just didn't seem right. But I did... I didn't get a wine glass anymore because I broke a wine glass today. So I lost my wine glass privileges. <laughs> I'm using a tumbler now. It's fine. Okay, so that's your favorite moment. Spilling everywhere. I think my favorite... Oh, my God. I don't even know how to pick. Well, just pick one that stands out to you, you know? It's a it's a highlight reel. I think my favorite... Could be a blooper reel if you want it to be. I started <laughs> off pretty well. Yeah, I mean, I feel like we have to go through this for a little while because I have a lot, of, a lot of favorite memories. But I think the one that is the most obvious to me was my birthday episode when I got two of my best friends in a room on one podcast and we got trashed yep we got we got so drunk we watched a whole episode of love island and i couldn't tell you a single thing about it no no literally nothing and Anne and becca answered some questions on my not actually realized bachelor contestant application and they quizzed me and tried to trick me on song lyrics because the game was One Direction or Shawn Mendes, and they threw a Charlie Puth song um, at me, not realizing that Charlie Puth was my most listened to artist of 2018. Just keeping you sharp. So I, even though we had to watch Beautiful Creatures for that episode, it still is a highlight. Yeah. What about favorite rants we've done on the podcast? Sometimes I cut some of the rants because they get a little spicy. <laughs> feel pretty good and i stand by everything i said about um thanos being such an idiot because like i'm still mad about it (laughs) having fewer people doesn't isn't gonna solve the problems of an uneven distribution of resources Mm -hmm. so thanos deleting half of the universal population isn't gonna help anybody no it would have been more utilitarian to kill like the top five percent absolutely and you would have killed so, way fewer people Thanos fucking sucks Thanos sucks that's <laughs> that's my favorite rant and I stand by it I think my top favorite rant because this produced one of my favorite episode titles was Anne's rant about JK Rowling and Johnny Depp it was remarkable we got so mad and it was totally justifiable I'm, I'm anger. Right I know. I know. <laughs> I didn't see that movie and I got I got like a little bit offended when people told me they had seen it. No. I was like, "No, I'm okay. sorry. You... I know where your morals are at." You obviously didn't listen to our episode. It's gayer on the internet. Yeah, it's a great title. We sp- I know it's a great title. Um, So I think that's my number one rant. I think my number two rant was my rant about Oregon Erasure. Oh, yes. (laughs) The one where my mic fucked up, so it's kind of just you ranting and me being like... (laughs) 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 
But it was a good rant. <laughs> and then my third favorite rant, although this hasn't been officially released yet, but will be by the time this episode is released, was my episode about breaking the fourth wall. Mm-hmm. Yeah. TBD. In fan fiction. Don't do it. And Becca and I had a really interesting conversation about it on the way back from Costco because she raised a very interesting question because I was like, it doesn't hurt people until you tell someone about it, which was kind of like my thesis of the whole rant. And she was like, are there things, I'm not saying I disagree with you because I do agree with you, but are there things that can be justified in the same way that like aren't true? And I was like, you know, honestly, the only thing that really comes to mind is cheating. But cheating is like super different than writing fan fiction about someone. But that's the only other time really that like argument is made that it only hurts them if they know about it. Mm. It's also not even true in cheating. No. Anyway, it was a very interesting conversation we had. But those are my my favorite rants that we've done. Because we get pretty fired up sometimes on this podcast. Ooh, what is your favorite piece of media we've consumed and talked about? We talk about so much. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. And I kind of like it when we watch something super dumb. <laughs> like, I, I honestly, it might be like vampire academy yes yeah because <laughs> yes. i feel like it always gives you a lot to unpack uh-huh yeah but also you can always find a gem there you're like this is what i liked about it also you know vampire academy was a highlight mm-hmm. for sure i think if i'm going like seriously i might say love simon mm, yeah because i think we each had a lot of like personal reflection to offer yeah. Well, also, it was the same in the conversation that we had with Ella about blockers. Yeah, was, absolutely. That's like a good kind of like a diary episode. It's like, here's what this brought up yeah. for me. <laughs> you know, this is why, like, I'm really excited about this media personally. Whereas I didn't connect on a personal level to Vampire Academy as much. No. I just kind of like to trash it. No one can connect to Vampire Academy on a personal level. Unless you've had an affair with your teacher. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's like... That's all I can come up with because, you know, unless your best friend is a royal. Unless... Yeah, if your best friend is from a royal vampire um, clan and you're her sworn servant, you're never going to be able to relate to Vampire Academy. No, it's so true. So I think seriously, mine is Love, Simon. And then not seriously, I might, I might totally be with you with Vampire Academy because I feel like it's become kind of a fun callback like it comes up relatively frequently yeah um oh also our Queer Eye oh yeah one was good too that's good um that was definitely that was a fun one what else did we talk about that episode oh that's when we talked about Catfish oh my god that was such a good episode oh my gosh okay yeah go listen to that episode that one was really fun I'm a fan of the catfish episode. We talked about which of us would catfish someone. Yeah, and why. And, yeah, it was so great. It was so great. Okay. Part of me just wants to pat myself on the back for a fun bit that I'm positive I did not come up with, and I think I'm just repeating somebody else's bit, but anytime I can't remember the name of a bland white boy, I just put out six other bland white boy names until I 
get close and I never actually get it. One of these days I'll get it. One of these days you will get it. Yeah. It's probably our most infamous bit. Because you giggle a lot, so it encourages me a little bit. Well, I giggle a lot, and it just has so much reason to come up, Uh because there are always dumb white boy names. Yeah, and we're always forgetting people's names. Like Chase? The whole thing with Chase? That that was, I think, the first iteration of that. And I said this, I think I said this the first time around, but if your name is Chase, I will immediately forget it. Yeah. Nope. It's just a name that doesn't stick in my head. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that is a very good bit i feel like my bit is saying things so scandalous and has to cut them out like 50 percent of the time sometimes sometimes yeah like i said it gets a little spicy i'm just like i'm gonna tone that down preemptively and i feel like it's 90 percent me your bit is you name drop (laughs) becca every five seconds i do name drop becca relatively frequently we get a counter going on that that's true Eventually, someone will do that, and then there will ding, be, like, OT3 ding, 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 ding. fan fiction. Oh, yeah. We're, I'm waiting for the day. I feel like, let me just say, if there's ever fan fiction about this podcast, it won't hurt me if you don't keep it a secret. You can share it with me. I wouldn't share it to, like, the world. No. You can share it with, with me privately as a PDF. You can have it on AO3, and you yeah. can lock it, and you can DM us about it. And we'll be super chill. But, like, lock it, please. I don't want that coming up in my Google search results. Yeah. And I don't want to discuss it with you. This isn't book club. (laughs) This isn't book club. Okay. But I'll read it. And you'll write it. You know, I'm saying to whomever's out there theoretically writing fan fiction about me. And we'll both all know that we know. But we won't talk about it. That's the level of boundary that... That I want around my my fan fiction self. All I've ever wanted is fan fiction book club. <laughs> I kind of forced a fan fiction book club. Do you remember when Bro Down was coming out? Mm-hmm. I feel like that's the closest I've gotten to a fan fiction book club. I feel like we have elements of that in this podcast. It's not the whole podcast, but there's inspiration. There's definitely, yeah, I think that's definitely true. Any other, like, just favorite moments or things you want to reflect on? Like when there's breaking news on the pod and you find out <gasps> Liam was dating, was it Haley no, Steinfeld? No, it was Niall and Haley Steinfeld. Oh, Niall and Haley oh Steinfeld. Oh my god, that oh my was god. bananas. Yeah, it was It was quite wild <laughs> to have new information surface. That was during we the recording. blockers episode, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Um... Breaking news on the pod is, it doesn't happen often, but when it happens, it's great. Yeah, we're just going to, you know, turn on alerts on your phone. Subscribe to all the best accounts. And that's why eventually I want us, that's why I started our YouTube channel, which is not populated with anything yet. But, like, I want us to respond to things in the moment, Mm. breaking news-wise. Not, like, breaking news to us, but it's actually three weeks after it happened, (laughs) which is more i miss things i don't know how i miss things but i miss things like that was a really surprising yeah they're broken up now apparently well it was only a matter of time anything else before we plug all of our Um, all of our media i guess just as i'm like 
scrolling through this, some of our like pop culture highlights or media highlights were the originals, ah. Shadowhunters, Queer Eye, things we like unequivocally yeah. endorse. Gold stars. Um, I think those are probably the things we spent the most time talking about. Yeah. I think I took down the tag cloud, but those are the probably the biggest tags because we would talk about them every episode. I think it was like Marvel and Shawn One Mendes. Direction. <laughs> and One Direction was only because of me. Yeah. But yeah, we're your people. If you want, you know, takedowns of terrible movies like Sierra Burgess is a loser. Yeah. Or endorsements of movies like To All the Boys I've Loved Before. Mm, I still love that movie. Or, you know, throwbacks like Vampire Academy. Or Fast and the Furious, for that matter. Fast and the Furious, that's Fast and the Furious, yes, I enunciated. Stay tuned for Twilight Retrospective, coming later this year, at some point. They're all on Amazon Prime now, so there's literally no excuse. But that one's going to need a drinking game, I'm sorry. Oh, that's fine. I'll wait till I get, you know, better and can actually drink. Yes. I kept it very light this, uh... This app, so if I sound more lucid than normal, but also with a deeper voice, that's why. It's our first year. It's like it feels really yeah. significant. I'm Thanks really for coming with it. us on this journey. It's been very fun. It's a nice release to just like sit at a kitchen table and have a like a lazy day set aside to watch and drink and chit chat about whatever the fuck we want. Mm-hmm. And then listen to it later and be like, oh, my God, we're so funny. I know. That's always the best part is I'm like, oh, my God, we weren't that funny. And they listen back. and I'm like, we're hilarious. It's like kind of a relief because sometimes when we record it, I'm like, are we that funny? And then I listen to it. and I'm like, OK, thank God, because <laughs> if we were dull, this podcast would have ended a long time yeah, ago. Yeah, over the summer. But no, we're great. And we hope you think so, too. If you think we're great, rate and subscribe on iTunes. That's where you can find our podcast. Uh, also at VodkaLemonadeStand.com, at VodkaLemstand on Twitter. And there's a YouTube channel. There's, uh, a YouTube channel. there's nothing there yet, so you don't have to subscribe, but you can always do a preemptive if you feel like it. And you can email us, VodkaLemstand at gmail.com. Tight. There are like so many modes of communication on which you could engage with us mm-hmm. many of them or ask us advice yeah that's okay so my three goals for 2019 okay this is a good place to end. okay my goals. three goals for lemonade stand. one is like live reactions mm. live streaming i mean not like live streaming live streaming but you know what i mean like video reactions to things soon after they happen the second thing is episode guides mm. Because as my dad pointed out, we reference a lot of things. Sometimes we don't explain them. <laughs> or sometimes you just don't want to have to like go out of your way it to look be at it. So many tangents. It's hard to do footnotes on a podcast. That's where there's so many tangents. Yes. But this would be that, the footnotes. Exactly. It would be just a place where everything we talk about would be collected all together. It's like, oh, we talked about that music video. Oh, we talked about, you know, whatever. And they're just there for you. So you don't have to wonder like what do you mean Charlie Puth and Megan Trainer made out at an awards show and it was horrifying? I want people to be able to click to that video. I want them to experience what I saw. It's terrifying. Um, okay, so those are my first two goals. My last goal is Anne's idea of Ask Vod Stand. 
Because I think we'd give really good advice. Yeah. Yeah. We teased this in our last episode. I don't think I cut that out yet. Um, <laughs> I just think it'd be really fun. I think it'd be fun, too. I, I genuinely think we would give good advice. And also, if you just want to ask a facetious question, a fake question, when you mind off of Reddit, that's fine. We need something to start with. That's totally fine. You know, once it gets going, we do want real questions. But... Unless it gets, like, weird. I remember... Well, we don't have to answer every question. That's true. I can never be like, I don't really feel qualified. Yeah. That's fair. Do you have anything you'd like to add to that list? For my... Th- I don't know if it's three, but my ones are faster turnaround time for editing. Because, mm-hmm. you know, it was a busy year. Mm-hmm. But then I, I always forget how fun it is to do the editing, even though, it, you know, it's a little time consuming, but... I do love it, so I'm going to make more time for it, and that'll mean faster episodes for the fans, um, and then I won't have to cut out our political endorsements anymore, because... Yeah, that was a bummer. Whoo, those got dated. Um, but they were on fire. They were... That, when I say extremely spicy, that's what I was thinking about. Um, theme song. I want us to have a theme song. Theme song! Oh my gosh, good reminder, Anne. I forget about that. Yes, a theme song. Yeah, and I'll say more guests. Yeah. I love having a third voice on here. It's fun. Yeah, we, you it's know, fun. A, a triangle is the most stable shape. That's true. I added on our, um, I don't know, on one of the pages of our website, or like FAQ, I was like, can I be on your podcast? And I was like, probably. Maybe. You know, correlated to the front. Who are you? Depends on who you are. Yeah. If you're weird, no. If we don't get along, <laughs> you don't want to sit around and snark with us for an hour. But if we get along great, like almost get in here you have to join the party talk about pop culture unless you're jamie who we'll probably do an episode with in 2019 oh. who's an olympian oh uh, well yeah if you're an olympian you, <laughs> you can talk about whatever the fuck you, you get want. a cut to the front of the line <laughs> we don't really care i'll talk to an olympian about anything can you imagine if we got adam ripone on the podcast oh my god because <laughs> he's also really really good at pop culture analysis like he's really funny that can be like the reachiest of reach goals. Yeah. It's like New like, Orleans and then Adam Rabat. I'll be like, I really loved you on Dancing with the Stars <laughs> Juniors. <laughs> Which was good. Was it? Yes. Oh, okay. I liked it better than normal Dancing with the Stars. Not that I watch both super regularly, but Maggie watched it and I, I was like really, really into the kids version. Okay. Because Beck and I were trying to come up with reality shows to watch last night because the seventh season of catfish isn't on hulu yet uh-huh. it's just like a weird like teen recap like wildest teen moments in oh, catfish history okay. and we're like where the fuck is season seven first of all so then we tried millionaire matchmaker which was bad sounds bad and i can't get into real housewives it's just no what about vanderpump rules i like vanderpump rules becca doesn't like uh... vanderpump rules and i suggested love island and she nixed it. Are you still going to watch totally The Bachelor? Fair. Huh? Bachelor? I mean, yeah, but stuff that's, like, already out. Yeah. You know, so yeah, you don't have right. to wait for. Because sometimes you just, like, need a dumb reality show to zone out to. it, And that was Catfish for us for a long time. But we watched most of Catfish. Well, maybe we got to see what, like, the Brits are doing. I'm not saying Love Island, but I'm saying, like, Love Island adjacent. There's the one, like, the one about Essex. What is that show? I don't know. It's on Hulu. Like, The Only Way is Essex or Sounds something. about right. Um, Like, I know they have... Yeah, The Only Way is Essex. There are 23 seasons. 
It's a lot of seasons. That's amazing. But yeah, another 2019 goal can be finding new reality television because also Max has left Catfish. So after season seven, well, then why would you Catfish watch won't even be worth watching. Exactly. Max is the only reason. I know. I know. <laughs> the beautiful silver fox. Oh my god. Max is the Peter of Catfish. <laughs> and I guess I am talking about Peter from Rachel's season of The Bachelor. That was immediately obvious to me, but maybe not to. Yeah, I'm doing my own footnotes now. Um, He's not like the, the Saint Peter. Of, you're right. You know, like need built my church upon. Oh God. From catfish. No, that's not how that works. <laughs> yeah, Neve sucks. Yeah. Sorry, not sorry. Don't add us. But Max is where it's at. Yeah. The best thing Neve ever did was throw that guy's phone into the water. Oh, that was iconic i think ira madison sent that gift to tommy in response to his what is slash fig um and i was like that's the correct gift just the gays Mm. we're the only ones who know yeah our hair is full of secrets (laughs) ira madison doesn't have any hair but it's figurative hair yeah not literal hair uh well again thanks everyone it's been a journey yeah uh thanks for joining us as we just giggle it at my kitchen table and talk to my fridge as if it were a real person and uh you know spit out our drinks sometimes because we're laughing a little hard this 2018 was not a good year overall globally it was not a good year I gave it a 7 out of 10 on a personal really? level. Really? Oh, uh, on a personal level. On a personal okay. level. On a global level, it's a 3. Yeah. But this podcast was always like a light in an otherwise very dark room. Yeah. Because um, this year felt very bleak at times. And it was really nice to be like, you know what, today... We're watching vampires. Yeah, we have control over it. You know what? We're not going to talk about the bleak shit. We don't have to. We're going to talk about what the fuck we want to talk about. We get to make the rules. Mm Mm-hmm. And that's kind of nice. And you probably appreciate that too, listeners. You need a respite. You can go to your more informed people uh, to get that dose. Anyway, 2019, it holds a lot in store, I think. Just in general. And also for Vodka Lemonade Stand. I said it last time, but yeah, I said it again. 20 by teen. 20 by teen. Hello, everybody. This is our year. This is our We've year. We've made it. Follow us at Vodka Lem Stand, VodkaLemonadeStand.com. We're good times. Yeah. Rate and subscribe. <laughs> and wish us happy one year anniversary. Yay. Cheers. Send us money for vodka. Cheers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Bye.